Welcome to the Self-Care Project podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. As coaches, moms, and athletes, we share what has worked for us and our clients, as well as our struggles. We are passionate about being real as women, moms, and professionals, and helping others live healthy lives through sustainable habits. Our mission is to help more people see self-care is not selfish. All right. Hey, you guys, I am Stacy, and I am here with my co-host Casey. And today we are talking about getting back to the basics of healthy habits, right? And um, it's trainers. And so as trainers, this is a really, this is a really slow time for us. However, it's getting ready to be a really busy time for us, which is great. Gyms are going to get busier. People are going to be trying to get back into their regular routine. They're going to be setting new resolutions, their new goals, whatever. And um, it's going to be busy. Like I'm already getting questions. Um, wait, Casey, you and I talked about this earlier. <laughs> like I'm not getting a lot of commitment from people right now because they're busy or they have people in town or whatever, but people are starting to think about what's going to happen in, well, crap three weeks right yeah for sure um we already and it's this is like a tricky time of year right because you and I both are of this mindset of like there you know there's no better time than now like we don't really need to wait um but this time of year it almost feels like the sensible thing to do is to kind of wait if you know you have a lot of stuff going on you know you have a lot of stuff on your schedule that's coming up that you feel like is going to impede your progress um and you're someone who's not of the mindset to come in and be like okay these are my goals i'm ready to get started how am i going you don't have the ability yet to like rearrange like how am i how am i going to get through this holiday season while maintaining my goals the mindset right. a lot of times is I don't really want to start on that yet because I have all this stuff going on and I don't want to feel people don't want to feel like that. They're going to not be able to enjoy the holidays if they've jumped in and they've started trying to work towards whatever fitness and nutrition or wellness goals that they have. So I'm super excited right. about this episode because I think the way that we have simplified, um, these, these healthy habit tips and stuff, I think it's going to, I think it's going to hopefully help people understand, like you can go ahead and get started right now. Um, because again, we're never going for perfection, you know, and help them help people realize like, you know, you just got to start and we can, we're going to help you show you small ways that you can start to where you don't have to wait three and a half weeks or whatever it is until the new year where you feel like finally things have kind of slowed down and maybe it, it feels like a more manageable time for you. Right. And so the thing is, is like, you know, when you're going into this journey and, and this is where you kind of, where I kind of teeter totter on this fence of like, all right, is this, do you really need to wait or do we really need to start trying to find ways to make your health a priority? Because it, it doesn't, it's not all doom and gloom, right? You're not signing up to give up your whole existence and your life is not mm -hmm. over. Uh, and really your, your life is just beginning like this is a whole, and imagine, you know, that you could share this experience in this journey with other people. I don't feel like everybody's receptive and open to that, but, um, I don't, you know, there is a little bit of conflicting emotions there for me where it's like, okay, 
stop waiting for the perfect time. There is no perfect time. There's always something going on. And, and really it's just a conversation that you need to have with yourself and have with your prospective coach, like get in a conversation, start having a dialogue with somebody. Um, because that is something that they can help you navigate and help you figure out what is best for you. And especially in whatever mindset you're in. And, um, so that just kind of leads me to our first thing is that, the majority of people don't even need to be on a really strict diet, right? The majority of people don't even really need to be in a giant calorie deficit. The majority of people coming out of this season of their life really are just eating like assholes. And they just, (laughs) I, I mean, come on. We all know we're all doing it. It's like, oh, I'm never going to have this again. Blah. And so, but, you know, just getting back to normal, healthy eating, getting back to, you know, cutting out the crap, getting back to moving normally um, and, and having that kind of approach towards like just a reset, like let's just, we don't need a detox. You don't need to drink any tea. You don't need to fast. You don't need a super strict 1200 calorie a day diet. What you need is just to have good information, right? On what, what is considered healthy and something that's not restrictive, something that you feel like you can maintain forever because nobody, half of these diet things that people are doing that are popular right now, nobody wants to do those long-term. It just is the reality of it. So people starting out for the first time, it really just is about making small changes that can last for a long time. Absolutely. I mean, and you got to think about it. We, at least for me, like when you've got people that are coming to you and especially, you know, if you're somebody who like you're, you're here and you're listening and you've never been one where even if you, you go through like stages of consistency and non-consistency and you're on track and you're off track, all of this kind of stuff. Right. Um, if you're somebody who is never really done anything very specific for your health, you've just kind of always, you've just been winging it and nothing's ever been consistent. The first step is those small steps that help you create that consistency. Because if we can't figure out the barrier of consistency, like it's, we're going to, you're just going to stay on this hamster wheel, right? Like it's the consistency is the foundation of of all of it. It ha- you have to create small changes that are for long-term sustainability, which is why I like, I don't even listen. I've had people come and it's like, I'm ready to, to get in the gym and I want to do this with my nutrition and I want to do it. And I'm just like, have you ever done that before? And most of the time the conversation is like, well, I mean, no, I've never really thought, okay, that's not where we're starting. It doesn't right. make any sense to start there because what you need to first start with is mindset. We know that yes. you hear it all the time, right? Mind over matter. And if your mindset is that, well, I've literally never done this before, but Hey, the new year's coming and I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to make sure like, this is my year. Like we need to start that with that conversation and we need to say, okay, wait, but let's talk about if it's not, if you've not done anything that's worked, right. Let's talk about what those, what have you tried? And we really have to identify those barriers because if you haven't first identified your barriers and what has kept you from hitting your goals, we have no way to plan when they show up again. And you've got to be able to plan 
for when those things in life that have blown you off track in the past are going to inevitably come back. And so if we haven't taken the time to say, what has kept you from meeting your goals in the past? That is one question that every client of mine gets. What is something, what are the things that have kept you from meeting your goals in the past? And we Mm -hmm. identify them and we write them down and we name them because it's like, okay, these are going to come up again. So we didn't have a plan last time, which is why they took you off track. So that's why we're here. Yep. So we've got to get a plan for this time. And it really goes back to that foundational basic stuff before we can ever, before I will almost even discuss calories, macros, food choices, like I, we go right. way, way, way back to basic. Like we strip it all down. Like we're stripping it down to the studs. Right. Well, and that's the thing is like a lot of, I hear a lot of clients, they come to me and they were like, okay, I did this. I did ABC diet. I lost 20 pounds, 40 pounds, 60 pounds. And then I gained 40 pounds, 60 pounds, 80 pounds back. I lost all of this weight and then gained it back. And it's like, okay, it takes a lot of commitment to gain 40, 60, 80, a hundred pounds. So what is, what is happening? What is going on with your mindset? What are you saying to yourself? What's your internal dialogue that is putting you back in that place? And why are you getting so far removed from where you need to be? Uh, that to me is just like, yeah, you're right. Mindset. Like we need to know where you're at. We need to know where your mind's at before we can make any kind of lasting changes. But there are some things that you can do while you're working on those things. It's like, um, it's a process. But the thing is, is and this brings up to the second point, is it it doesn't have to look the same for everybody, which is why a cookie cutter diet that you pulled off of Pinterest or that you pulled off the internet is not gonna work for everybody. Low carb might work for somebody. High carbohydrate, low protein might work for somebody, but if you're just taking what somebody else puts out on, on social media or on the internet, if you're just taking that and parroting what they say and copying what they do, I have put, um, I posted something about like a full day of eating on a training day for me, the purpose of that. And I put it out there was not so that people could copy my macros and my amount of food or whatever. I want people to see that I, I am a nutrition coach and I eat chips or I'm a nutrition coach and I eat carbs. I'm a nutrition coach. I'm a real human who Mm -hmm. is training and working out and I am eating food, right? I'm not drinking Mm -hmm. detox tea. I'm not fasting for 18 hours. I'm not restricting certain food groups. I am eating food. And sometimes that food looks really healthy. And sometimes that food looks really convenient. And sometimes it looks like a bag of chips from this, (laughs) right? But it doesn't have to look the same for everybody. And literally somebody could do the exact same thing that I'm doing exact and their body will look different that's just and that's that's just the way it is it doesn't matter so you can't look at a person and be like oh I like how thin she is or I like how fit she is or I like how whatever and be able to do exactly what they do our bodies are all biologically different for sure man and let me just tell you it's like and 
you know, I love what you said, like it's, it's different for everybody because it is, and it, no two people's process is going to look the same and it shouldn't look the same, you know? And yes, are there times where if you've got something going on, like I get a lot, like as a functional nutritionist, I get a lot of people coming to me because they've got X, Y, Z symptoms going on, or they've got this diagnosis or that diagnosis. And there's something more involved that they are ready to address. So that for those particular things, and like, and you know, when you've got somebody coming to you with more of a, of a, something more medical going on, that looks completely different than somebody who is just trying to feel better, look better, get a better grip on what's going on in their life, feel like that they've got some control. Those things look very, very different. And so there are times in the process where it is going to look different. It may be, you are going to maybe have to go through a period of time where it is more restrictive because what we're trying to do now is figure out like what foods are really best for your particular body. Because we say this all the time, healthy for one does not mean healthy for all. Okay. So you could be eating some very healthy, great for you asparagus, but guess what? If you have IBS or you have something going on and your body is reacting to that asparagus, asparagus is no longer healthy and good for your, for your body. And that is why getting with a coach, getting with somebody who can understand giving, getting with somebody who can simply be, help you be more accountable and mindful is one of the most important steps that you can take when you really are finally ready to take control of, of your health and of your wellness. Right. And listen, so if you have, if you have somebody who is, if you're going to a coach and they are printing out and sending you the same meal plan, which, oh, that just drives me nuts. If you're pulling a meal plan off of, off of the internet, or you go to a coach and they are sending you a meal plan, like you guys, that there is nothing personalized about that. You literally could go find a meal plan on the internet. It's not teaching you anything that I literally went to a dietitian one time, a dietitian who (laughs) I hope on some planet that he's listening to this, um, (laughs) that this, this guy who was a sports dietitian who was, had just bragged and gone on and on and on in a professional setting about how, um, who all he had worked with, with professional sports teams, with NFL combine. Um, he worked with military special forces and I'm like, woohoo. I was like, okay, cool. This guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to sports. Right. And so when I specifically, if I wanted to go work with a dietitian, I want to talk to somebody who knows about sports performance. I want to talk to somebody who knows how to eat for performance, because while my physique does matter to me and I do want to stay healthy, my ability to perform, my ability to move is my number one priority. So I go to this guy and he literally doesn't even take time to talk to me. He won't tell me what any of my numbers say for my blood work or what they mean or anything else because I'm too fixated on numbers. And I was like, okay, I'm a math nerd and I am a nutrition and fitness coach and I'm having some issues and I want to understand, like I need to nerd out. Mm -hmm. He would not talk to me about any of my numbers. And he handed me a piece of paper with a 1200 calorie diet on it with chicken, plain chicken or tilapia, brown rice, 
and broccoli. And I have IBS and celiac disease. Guess what? Mm -hmm. I can't eat. I can't eat brown rice. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's like you, you're not taking into account any of these things. It just is, I just mind blown. Like, all right, this is where we're at. Like, that's the most, that's a lazy way to look at things. And while, you know, I'm going to give you, when you come to work with me, I'm going to give you some things to do, right? You're going to have some homework. You're going to have some things to track. We're going to get your, at least get your food jump started, right? But you're right. We're going to dive into some mindset. We're going to dive into some other stuff. It It should be personal. It should be simple. Yeah. I think when you're getting started, um, and it's a great segue into like really the simplicity of how things can start and how they, sh and how they should start. Right. I tell, I, one of my things that I make sure all, all of my clients understand is like, you didn't get here overnight. We're not getting back overnight. We're not even going right. to get probably back in the four, eight or 12 weeks that we potentially are working with each other starting out because this has taken you years. It's taken years. And all of my clientele today, not in the past, but today, right now where I'm at are, are women and they are moms. And so I'm like, you have gone through some really significant um, stages of life. Um, mm -hmm. Childbirth, every single childbirth, every single pregnancy is, a, is its own significant stage of life. It's its own significant hormonally imbalanced time of your life that your body has had to go through, that your body has had to adjust to. And then it's had to try its best to recover from when after each moment of the, after each pregnancy, like you're, it's like, you might as well just realize like where you were prior to pregnancy, like you are no longer that person. Your body is no longer that same body. Can you right. get it back? Can you look the same? Can you get back straight? Of course you can do all of those things, but your right. body as a whole is forever changed from that moment in time. And so taking it back to most, the most simplistic things of those baby steps of gradually making changes. We know, and we talk about this a lot is how like those small changes are what lead to big impact. They are right. what lead to big long-term sustainable success. So we're not going to start with trying to make it super difficult, right? We know that the way to instill and sustain healthy habits is by reducing the friction, right? We, yep. we, we you guys, get, we your, atomic get your roadblocks yep. out of the way. Yep. We, we preach atomic habits to you guys. We live and breathe by this stuff. It is reducing that friction. That means like it has to be simple. It has to be simple. It ha you have to minimize the impact that it's going to have on your life. If you want to be able to sustain it long-term. Exactly. And here's the thing, like you mentioned in the beginning, talking about, you know, a client coming in and saying, you know, all right, I'm, I'm good. I want to eat better. I want to go to the gym. I want to no, 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 no. And it's like, okay, pump the brakes a little bit because you throw somebody in to, let's say really, really into a really strong deficit, right? So in a really low calorie diet, um, you send somebody to the gym, four, five, six days a week. Guess what? You can't have this. You can't have that. All of these, you have a whole list of things that you no, 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 no. It sets everybody up for failure. And listen, where the hell do you go from there? Right. If mm -hmm. you're already up here and you've already filled your entire schedule and you've taken out every bit of food that you could possibly live without, where do you go from here? 
nowhere. You go off yep. the wagon, <laughs> right? Yeah. You go off, you are going off of the wagon. So that's the thing is it's like, it doesn't need to be a huge drastic jump. The majority of people, like I said, in the beginning can make huge changes to how they feel, how they look by just going into what their normal maintenance calories would be by just choosing to eat healthier, by subbing out some things that they're already having, by being more mindful about the food that they're eating and getting daily movement. So Casey, that's before we get, this turns into a five hour podcast. Um, let's talk about, there were, we wrote down five things that we thought were really, really important that you guys could implement like now. And as a matter of fact, I, um, you guys, I am a technology idiot, right? So <laughs> I figured out yesterday that I could add tasks that look like my, um, that I could add tasks in my Google calendar. So I could set up my habits in my Google calendar. And when I have finished them, I can check them off. Right. Because while I'm a technology idiot, I am always on my phone. And, um, I really like to have everything in one place. I also like to write things down, which isn't very, you know, doesn't really support that. So, um, <laughs> so I figured out I could go into my Google calendar and add tasks and they show up on my calendar for that day. I was just like mind blown. So anyhow, these are the things that are on my calendar, right? Um, and so the top five things every single day, these are non-negotiable. Um, the first one is to get in 10K of steps. If you're if you're not doing more than 3,000 steps a day, let's start with 5,000. Let's do 7,000. Let's do, but 10,000 steps. It's a great place to start, especially for somebody like myself who has a, I have an office job. I'm working eight, nine hours, sometimes 10 hours a day. Um, so for me, making sure on those non-training days that I'm getting at least 10,000 steps means that I am making up for sitting on my behind all day. Um, there's a whole other mess of things that come along with getting your steps in, but that just makes sure that you're getting up and moving around throughout the day. And it's just a good marker for that. It lowers your blood sugar. It makes your, you know, lowers your cortisol, decreases stress, but right. All right, Casey, what was the second one? Uh, so the other one, the next one is hydration, right? And we're going to aim for that half of your body weight in ounces of water, right? Water is so important. Like I can't even, I don't even know that we can really stress how important it is, you guys. And I stress this with my children. I stress this with my, my swim team kids. Like it is so incredibly important to get in your water. So one of the things for me is like, I have like a 24 ounce cup that I drink out of all day long. And I put a straw in it. Like the straw I realized was like my, my like little magic key to being able to get in my water because it goes down so much easier through a straw than it does tipping up this wide mouth cup and like dumping water down my face. Like it just, it just <laughs> works for me. It works better for me. I get my kids to drink through straws and like, you know, especially for like, you know, Spencer, he's little. And so for him to get in water, like he'll take like it, right. It's like you tip the cup up and he takes like one drink or I can put the straw, I can give it to him in a straw and he'll take four or five gulps of, of drinking it. And so like, for me, it's a straw, but that hydration is so incredibly important. Um, and one of the biggest benefits too, of drinking plenty of water is just the satiety and the help with cravings. So like, if you are somebody that struggles with cravings, you've got the sweet tooth, late night cravings, whatever it is, go to water first, right? 
Like if I'm really mm-hmm. to the point where sometimes my day gets away from me and I'm having a hard time or it's late at night and I really should have already been in bed, but I'm starting to kind of like feel a little hungry or have a craving. Um, and I know that I don't want to eat something. Then I go fill up my cup and I basically just try to pretty much suck it dry. Um, yeah. and then it gives me that, that kind of fullness feeling. And then I'm able to, to go to bed. Now, if you're somebody who struggles with getting enough sleep and you tend to have to go to the bathroom throughout the night, that's probably not the best plan for you. You're not, you're not going to want to put down 24 ounces of water and then try to go to sleep because you're going right. to be up probably multiple times. And as we get through our list, sleep has already been mentioned. So you have to be mindful of that as well. If you know, if you're somebody that water, you know, getting up in the middle of the night, having to pee is something that you struggle with, um, then you're going to need a different plan, right? But you want right. to, no matter what, you want to have that goal for how much water you want to get in. And the only way that you're going to know if you're getting it is if you're tracking it. And so for me, I know how much big my cup is. That's my priority on getting in um, three to four cups of that a day. If I have water elsewhere, that's fine. But my cup is my goal. My cup is how I try. Right. Right. And I mean, a cute cup will definitely help. <laughs> I love sure. my hydro. I love my hydro jug. I have a big straw that I can put in that, but, um, I really like the hydro jug that holds my whole entire amount of water for the whole day. And then I know like, all right, two o'clock comes around. And if I haven't at least hit the halfway mark, I'm going to be up peeing all night. So, <laughs> um, okay. So the next thing was to prioritize protein and, um, this is just a great thing for, we talked earlier before we came on about how, um, you know, here in Japan, we don't really know what we're eating. Um, when you go out to eat, sometimes we don't always know what's in the food that we're eating, but prioritize lean protein and then pile on the vegetables. Like you cannot go wrong with lean protein and piling on the vegetables, put in your carbohydrates where you feel like you need them. If you're not sure about, you know, what's, what's going to be in the food that you're eating, we just try to get that lean protein. Um, if you're having a hard time getting things in, in the morning, it's not ideal. I, I always like for people to eat their food as opposed to drinking it. Uh, but there are days when I have to be up and training early in the morning and I'm not getting up at three 30 in the morning to eat breakfast before I train at five. So I walk out of the house with protein in my coffee. I've got protein in there. I've got some carbs in there and I shake it up or drink it throughout my workout. And then I come home and I have real food. And so just prioritizing that protein, the majority of us are not getting enough to support what we're doing or what our goals are. Um, yeah, for sure. Intentional movement every day was the next one. Casey, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, and honestly, this ties in with like, if you're, if you are, if you hit that step goal, if you set that step goal, guess what? That's intentional movement. It's that simple. It is, it's that easy. Walk, like we now, um, when we moved here, we lived off base, didn't have a choice to walk as much. Um, now that we live on base, like my kids literally throw a fit because I'm pretty much like, we're walking everywhere. And they're like, but we have a car, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. But it was like, last night, prime example, last night we got home. Um, my little guy was kind of having some, like a little bit of big emotions. Dad still is at home from deployment. And I was like, let's bundle up. We're going to walk around the base. We went and looked at Christmas lights. We hopped on basically every park in some little capacity that we went to, mm-hmm. you know, and we probably spent a good hour doing that. And we just made ourselves, we just made our way around the base, going to parks, going down slides, swinging a little bit, looking at Christmas lights. Um, 
And so while for them, it was great and was memories for me, it was like, that's how I created intentional movement for them to then we were able to come home. We watched a movie on the couch together. And then we went, we went to bed. And so it needs to be like, it doesn't have to be difficult. Just find those little ways to increase your movement throughout the day. But again, something else that I ask my clients, what is it that you like to do? We're not going to build a program of crap that you hate. That makes no sense. If it feels like work, you're going to be less likely to maintain and sustain the activity. It needs to feel like something. It needs to be enjoyable. You need to make it, you need to make it enjoy it. Yep. Yep. Um, I definitely not going to program running 10 miles for somebody who hates running, right. Who just is not, yeah. Um, running's a great activity. However, it's not the best thing for somebody who hates running. All right. Um, the last one was to sleep seven to nine hours. You guys know, if you've been listening for a while, this is a big one for me. I am a sleep Nazi says the lady who didn't sleep well last night before my 17 mile run. It's going to be great. Um, so sleeping aiming for somewhere between seven and nine hours. Remember everybody's different. Some people are going to be on the lower end of that. Some people are going to be on the high end of that. The thing is, is that regardless of where you are in there, you're probably not sleeping enough where you're at right now. So, um, we have some, I can always link to, um, where did my brain go? I can always link to the blog post that I wrote about some things that you could do to work on your sleep habits. Um, and I can put that in the show notes for you guys. You guys can always visit my website for that. Um, but all right, let's move on. We've got four things to help you stay consistent. We're going to run through these really quick. I'm going to do one Casey's going to do one, and then we're going to finish it up for you guys. All right. So, um, the number one thing to stay consistent is to set up reminders, alarms, use your notes app, or like I just found out how to do, you can put the notes in your Google calendar and then just check them off as a completed. They show up every day. You can put them in there to repeat. Um, and the lists are going to help you have that positive reinforcement. You get that dopamine fix from checking the blocks off, right? Um, it helps keep you going. It helps keep you motivated and it helps keep you accountable. Um, second one, Casey was join, join a challenge or accountability group. Let's talk about that. Yeah, for sure. So I love this one a lot. Um, and I actually, I just did a workshop here at my house yesterday, and this was something that we talked about. And one of the things about accountability, it doesn't, it's great. You want to find a challenge. You want to join something that's official that you can be held accountable for. Perfect. Um, if that, if that's your fancy, if it's not what I really strongly encourage you guys to do. And what we've talked about before too, is taking some inventory of those people that you are around, right? You need people in your life that Mm -hmm. are going to be able to support what you're trying to do. Um, and so if you, I'm, we're not, I'm not saying go out and make new friends, keep your friends, keep all of your friends, whatever it is, but you need to spend some time around people who have similar um, who have similar goals, who want similar things, you know, who are and those people who are going to say like, Hey, that's not for me, but it's for you. And I'm here for it. I'm here for you. I'm going to support you. How's that going? You know, um, they're not shoving drinks at you at parties. They're, you know, they're in all of that kind of stuff. Right. So it's like, they are mindful of what you're trying to accomplish. And so if you're looking around and you're like, you've got people in your life that are kind of like, but like, why are you even bothering doing that? Like, why does it matter? Just live your life, eat whatever you want you know, you only get to do this one time. So like, why would you want to, why does it matter? Um, right. You need, you need some other people in your life. You need those people that are going to be like, Hey, you know what? 
let's do this together. I'm going to walk in step with you. We're going to do this together. Like let's meet up, let's go for walks. Let's schedule this time, you know, right. and that might be what you do. That might be what you need to do is say, Hey, I had a friend last night who was like, Hey, want to have a glass of wine, like whatever. What we could have done is still had the glass of wine, but instead of sitting at my kitchen table, <laughs> we could have yeah. gone for a walk, right? We could have got those steps in. We could have gone for a walk. And, you know, that's sometimes just changing. Not only does that help me, it also helps her. Um, and you're getting out, you're getting fresh air. Sometimes you're getting sunlight. Like sometimes it's just about changing the, you know, changing your routine a little bit. Absolutely. All right. So number three, my dog's already knocking at the door, literally like, boom. Um, all right. So hire a coach that fits your needs. So here's the deal. Casey and I both are coaches. We are both nutrition coaches. We both, um, help people with their nutrition, with their mindset, but we are doing two totally different things. Um, my goals with my clients are different. And so if somebody is coming to me and they're wanting something really specific way off in left field, that is not something that I specialize in that I'm not going to be the best fit for them. Um, you, you want to be you want to be interviewing a coach and make sure that they are a good fit. And there's questions that you could ask. Um, and if it's a good, if you have someone who is a good coach, they will actually tell you, you know, that's not really my area of specialty, but let me, let me put you in touch with somebody who, who is, or this is the type of coach that, you know, I feel like would probably be better for you. Or listen, you're dealing with some major issues. I really feel like working with that, with a dietitian is the best approach for you. So finding someone who fits your needs is where it's at. And those are, that's one reason why when you go into working with a coach that you really kind of want to know what it is that you're doing, but sometimes you don't always know, you know, why and what it is, um, whether it's like a mindset issue, that's not something that somebody's like, Oh, do you specialize in mindset? Because that's something I really need to work on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but understanding like, all right, I have this goal, and this goal and are you going to be able to get me there and you just really like have those conversations with whoever it is that you're looking for um talk to them about their past clients talk to them about their education their experience that kind of thing um and the last one casey number four what was that one uh so habit stacking you guys we've already referenced this once in this episode um it is so important and we actually did you guys go back through the episodes we did like a three part series already on this exact thing that first episode that you would want to look for is building better habits and then we go into creating healthy habits we go into breaking bad habits but it really is when you're trying to create something new and you're trying to add to your routine marrying that and sticking that with something that you're already doing and the biggest thing that i feel like that works why this works so well is because when you are trying to add something new and you just kind of add it right onto the back of what something you're already doing, it doesn't feel like you've had to create more in your schedule. So, you know, if you're wanting to like, for me, like stay more consistent with my skincare routine. Okay. Well, I'm in the bathroom twice a day, morning and night brushing my teeth. So it makes the best sense to do that is to do my skincare routine at that same time, because I'm already in there. Right. Instead of saying like, let me brush my teeth real quick. 
And then I'm going to go try to do something else. And then I'm going to try to come back. And then I'm going to try to do my skincare. That's like, that's never going to happen because that's, that is having to take another separate block of time and putting something else into it. And so putting it, stacking those habits with something that you're already doing, combining that, um, you're not, you're not having to feel like you're having to commit more time. You're just doing more with the time that you've already allotted for whatever it is, if that makes sense. Right. So, well, like- and, yeah. And, that, and that's <laughs> something we definitely go back and listen to our podcast on, on habits. It definitely is. Um, we have put a lot of information in there, a lot of great stuff. Take a listen to that. All right. Um, that wraps it up for us today, guys. If there is something that you want to hear us talk about, if you are interested in coming on and talking, please reach out to us. I, um, you can find me at Stacy Gartner and Casey, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Casey Stevens wellness, or again, websites, we both have websites, CaseyStevens.com. Yep. And I am stacygartner.com. So, um, come and find us there. Feel free to reach out, send us a DM, let us know if there's something that you're interested in talking about, or if you would like to um, come on the show, we would love to have you as a guest. And um, any questions about anything that we've talked about here, Casey and I both like open books. We would love to chat with you guys about it. So, um, all right. I wish you guys the best on thriving through the holidays. If you want to see more information from us, you can find us um, at stacygartner.com or at Casey or uh, caseystevens.com. And um, there, everything else is linked in the show notes. All right. Take care of you guys. Thank you for joining us. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. Check the show notes for details. And as always, you can connect with us on Instagram at self-care project podcast. If you're interested in joining us or there's something you want to hear about, please send us a DM. You can find me at caseystevens.com or on Instagram at caseystevenswellness. You can find me at stacygartner.com or on Instagram at stacygartner. Everything else is linked in the show notes. Take care and stay healthy, you guys.